welcome to season three, episode three of the Prayer Wall podcast, the podcast for the healing, the broken, the overcomers. For those of us who need a little bit of faith, a little bit of inspiration, or sometimes both. Here, we discuss real life and raw experiences. By the end of this show, you'll be running to your prayer wall to surrender whatever topics we have covered to the Lord. I'm your host, Taylor McElwain, and this week on the Prayer Wall Podcast, we will be discussing sweet, sweet fruit. Oh my goodness, y'all. It is Prayer Wall Podcast's one year anniversary. Oh When I say I am in awe over the people that we have been able to reach this past year, this one year alone, y'all. So I'm looking at our stats and everything, and I'm seeing listeners from over 14 different countries. Wow, God, wow. I'm seeing over 2,000 faithful listeners. Wow, God, wow. And I am just overflowing with gratitude um, and just thankfulness because God really allowed me to have this platform to share with y'all and to really give me another way to express myself um, and to be in the word, you know, like whether y'all know this or not, y'all hold me accountable because I have to dig through the word to find what I'm going to speak about on any particular week. And I'm like, I can't let my prayer wall warriors down. So I am so, so excited, y'all. Thank you for sticking with me for an entire year. Um, I won't lament on that too much, but I just want to say that I am so thankful. I am so grateful. I am so blessed. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to all of my listeners. If you've been listening thus far and you have yet to do so, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. Subscribe, share us on your social media, do all of those good things um, to get the word out so we can reach an even um, greater fan base in the year that is upcoming. So again, thank y'all so, so much. I love y'all. I do have something special today with it being our one year episode. I did want to focus today on processes. Um, and I won't give too much, but I will say, um, that I think y'all are really going to love this. I did a lot of research that was, you know, not even, biblical research for this episode to be able to make this make sense and to give y'all what God wanted me to give y'all. So I'm super thrilled for what we have. Um, We'll go ahead and get started with our devotional today. So y'all know, y'all know, y'all know this is coming from hashtag pray live win by DC Marshall and our prayer today is a prayer for winning. Okay. A prayer for winning. So our Bible verse today is from Deuteronomy 818 and it says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Again, that's from Deuteronomy 8, 18. And our devotional reads, What bothers me most about the country that I live in is that we are largely defined by status and our measures of success are limited to education, class, wealth, and material possessions. I'm so bothered by it that it has become the fuel and the fire behind my work. In my opinion, it is one of the biggest flaws in this country, and it is the reason why we have so many issues. False definitions of success leave so many people confused. We've seen people steal and kill in order to keep up with the world standard. We've seen people take their own lives when they can't keep up. 
Furthermore, there is no class or course in primary education to help people learn what it truly means to be successful. So if you have aspirations to win in life, let me share this with you. You don't have to accept the world's definition of success. You don't have to participate in the world system of winning and losing. You have to define success for yourself to get around this dilemma. Have you ever stopped to consider that you have the option to accept or reject any and everything that doesn't resonate with your belief system? Yes. The decision is yours and whoever told you that these were the rules and you had to play this game were wrong. Whoever told you that the measure of success is attached to the highest level of educational attainment or what neighborhood you live in or how much you have in the bank, they told you wrong. The real measure of success for a believer is accomplishing the goal and the purpose for which God sent you here. God is not like man that he would endorse a world system that says you are a winner if you are educated, rich, and powerful. In God's kingdom, everyone is a winner, those with little and those with much. God does not show partiality. Winning is about accomplishing the primary goal and it is a goal that is not your own. Winning is not about pursuing your own agenda. Success is not measured by external things. Success at the end of the day will be measured by your pursuit of purpose. Does that mean you shouldn't have your own personal goals and aspirations? Absolutely not. God is our source and our supply. He is able to satisfy every one of your needs if you'd only ask him. Oh, y'all, that, that part just hit me. <laughs> he says, his word says to ask anything according to his will, and it will be given. Never put your own selfish desires above the pursuit of your God's assignment. Pray that God would resolve this in your spirit and clarify your reasons for living. Pray for the courage to step out and follow God. Pray for a desire in your heart to line up with which God has for you. I don't know y'all how y'all feel, but I just feel like this devotional really just attacked me. Like it really came for me because yes, I am definitely a person who feels like my educational attainment, what's in my bank account and, and, and determines how successful I am. And if you feel this way, you're not alone. You know, this is the impact and the result of societal pressures that tell us that these things are the most important things, but they're not, they're not. Okay. So go ahead and bow y'all's head for our prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to lay before you my desire to win and to be successful in life, Father. I want to evolve into the woman you have called me to be, Father. God, would you please forgive me for putting my own needs and desires and wants before you? Lord, forgive me for what I did not know. Lord, help me to turn away from the world's definition of success, Father. I accept right now that you, you, you are my standard, Father. Therefore, I look to see and observe what you say, what you do, and what I have received from your word according to Philippians 4 9. Your word says to ask for anything in your name and it will be given. So I ask for you, Father, to guide me. Help me to put my life in order, Father. Let my desires be your desires, Father. I thank you right now for how far you've brought me. I'm believing in you for greater, Father. I declare victory and success over life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That was, whoo, that has me, that sat right, like, in the pit of my spirit. You know, like that, I really needed that. So if no one else takes anything from that, it was for me. And I am abundantly grateful for that. But hopping into our episode today, so we're going to talk about processes. I hinted at that. Um, 
But as I was reflecting on the past year, you know, being a podcast founder and host, I realized that I very rarely took the time in the busyness of life to stop and taste the fruit. I never stopped to admire what God grew from a tiny seed. So y'all have heard this throughout the the year, you know, like I started this podcast um, in the midst of the pandemic. And when I first started it, you know, I had this tiny seed of faith and we know that it only takes mustard seed faith. So I had this tiny, tiny seed and I had no idea how to grow that into the fruit that it became today, but I'm so thankful that it happened. And, you know, it did not happen without God coming in to water me and give me strength and to make sure I was in the right environment to thrive. So you have to trust the process once you hand that over to God, whatever process you are in the midst of or you're about to start or you're just reflecting back over a process within the past year. You have to focus on the way that God groomed you and the way that he made sure you were thriving in the best possible environment, that you had what you needed. You had the nourishment, you had the light, and you had the water, and you had the soil. You had all these things that are very, very, very important for fruit to grow, all right? So just a little fact that I'm going to throw out there before we get into the meat of this. The average year, the average bearing or the average number of years that it takes to bear fruit trees and fruit is four to five years. This four to five years really spoke to me because a lot of times we plant seeds and we expect them to grow within the next day or then the next week or even the next month. But that's not how things work. Good things take time and it is a cycle that you must grow through to make sure that you are properly nourished to accept that fruit because you want to be able to enjoy that fruit when it does begin to bloom and blossom and exceed our expectations. So what I want to do today is to take y'all through the life cycle of a plant and converge that cycle with the process or with the cycle of your greatest dream or whatever you are trying to get to grow, whatever your fruit is for you personally, we're going to compare that um, with the life cycle of a plant. So the first step of a plant cycle is you start with the seeds, right? So the seed contains a plant with leaves, stem, and roots that you can't even see. So it's just the cells, right? So your seeds need to have your faith. It needs to have an idea of what it wants to be. So you need some kind of blueprint within that seed, you know, some kind of cell or cells, whatever you want. For me, it was having, um, you know, this seed of faith, but having YouTube to look up resources, to look up ways to even record a podcast. It was having a microphone. It was having a computer. It was having people who poured into me. That too, all right? So it starts with that seed. The next part of germinate, the next part of this process is germination. So with soil, water, and sun, a plant can begin to grow. So it can begin to stick those roots and then sprout from there. But you still have that seed that is attached to those roots. So you need to make sure that as you are in your period of germination, that you make sure that you are only allowing things in your life that are going to contribute to your growth. You need to make sure you have a solid foundation, great soil, great environment to thrive in. You need to make sure that you are 
nourished with water. You need to make sure that your most immediate needs are being met. You need to make sure that you are hydrated and you are equipped to do what you need to do because that's so important. You are going to need that fuel to get you through not only this process, but also the process of being the fruit. And you need the sun. You know, you need bursts of fresh air. You need things that are going to keep you going that are going to supplement the additional vitamins that you need in order to thrive. All right. The next part of the life cycle of a plant is the stems and the roots. So during this process, the stems will grow up toward the light. Okay. So this is your first sighting of blossoming. You are going up you're being elevated you need to make sure that you are in a period of life where you are surrounded by things that only elevate you and pull you up lift you up this is the moment where anything that is detrimental to your process needs to be cut out because you don't want anything to hinder your movement upward all right and all while that's happening, simultaneously, the roots will continue to grow down in the soil. So you still need to be connected to your blueprint. You need to check back on that blueprint and make sure that that is still strong and that that is still going to sustain you. Okay? The next part of the life cycle are the leaves. So during this, the leaves unfold and take in sunlight and they produce food through photosynthesis. All right? So again, this is going back to having something around you to sustain you, to bring light into your process because it's gonna get hard. Like this is in the thick of the process. You are going to need something that lights you up, that sets you on fire, that continues to uproot you and keep you strong and sturdy in the soil all at the same time, all right? And the next part of that is your plant. So many plants are gonna produce flowers and things of that sort. Our stem is gonna to continue to grow and become thick and strong. Um, and this is very, very important because we are starting to see the beauty. We are starting to see things take shape. It was at this point in my process, the flowers part and seeing you know, um, this tangible piece where I start to feel like, wow, God, like this is actually happening. Like, wow, my faith, my seed is actually coming into fruition. Like, and I really trusted you through this. And that got me to, you know, the last part. So the last part of that is pollination. So fruits and flowers have been pollinated. All right. And then, um, you know, we always have some kind of bee or I'm not good with insects, y'all. So something that's going to help pollination, that's going to spread the seeds um, that were being produced that are left on the other part of that plant, all right? And so I call this the disbursement because this is me actually being able to share my podcast with you all. So my pollination, my vehicle for pollination was my um, anchor platform, which allowed me to be able to record and distribute and put this podcast on two different platforms for you all to listen to. But I want y'all to be able to enjoy your fruit. Okay, the fruits of your labor. I want you to be able to enjoy what your seed became. Um, unlike me, because you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself during this process with this podcast, and it took literally coming up to my one year anniversary to be able to look back and enjoy my fruit. So, how do we make sure that we're able to grow good fruit and sustain good fruit? Let me give y'all some key ingredients that come straight from the Bible. And those are the fruits of the spirit, all right? 
So the fruits of the spirit are love, peace, faithfulness, joy, goodness, gentleness, patience, self-control, and kindness. These fruits, y'all, need to absolutely be in every part of your process, okay? Every single part of your process, you need to love and nourish yourself through that because it's going to get difficult. It is. But you have to be able to love yourself enough and to love God enough to keep going with the vision that he has for you, all right? You're going to need peace. There are going to be many things that are going to make you almost want to just pull your plant out of, pull your fruit or your plant out of the soil that it's growing in. You can't do that, all right? And that goes straight into faithfulness. You have to remain faithful and consistent during the process and after. You want to have joy. You want to love what you're doing, y'all. You want to be able to say, you know, like, I am passionate about this. I love this. I am thriving. And it's hard because sometimes at the lowest points, you won't be able to find that anywhere but from God. And that is that that's a personal testimony. You're going to be a thousand things going wrong that you're focused on. And God is going to come through with one amazing thing that's going to trump all of those other things. So keep your joy, if nothing else. Goodness. You're going to want to have goodness. You you are. What does God say? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. This is one that I enjoy, you know, after the process. You know, I didn't enjoy it in a big dose, but there were definitely sweet moments when y'all were texting me, DMing me, telling me how much this podcast meant. That was great. I could only thank God for the goodness of the actual fruit. All right. You want to remember to be gentle. Another word that I associate with being gentle is remembering to have grace, all right? Like to yourself, to the process, to those around you who are trying to help you through the process, to God, you do. You need to have that. You also need to have patience. This takes time. I told y'all four to five years, four to five years for fruit, good, good fruit to grow from a good, good seed. And... That four to five years, you know, it's going to pass anyway. So why not work on your dreams, work on your purpose and fulfilling that purpose in the midst? Ooh, this next one, self-control. You're going to need self-control. You are going to be able to or have to be able to control your emotions, control your frustrations, control who you um, are talking to, understanding when we talked about those right environments to thrive in, you're going to have to cut people off. You're going to have to stop doing things that you did before because it's detrimental to your process. Ooh, y'all, that self-control one, deep, definitely deep. And that's throughout the whole process and after. It is. It truly, truly is. And then our last fruit of the spirit, again, is kindness. Again, just from from the deepest pit of your heart, remember to be kind. Again, to yourself, to the fruit that you are trying to bear, to the stem. Heck, through every part of this plant, you want to remember to be kind. Good things take time. Good things take you being in a great headspace for it. It takes You just understanding, you know, that you're not going to wake up the next day and see fruit from a seed. All right. So the best way to bear fruit is to stay connected to the vine. 
and that vine is Jesus. Remember that what you sow, you will reap. Sow to the Spirit and you will reap the fruit of the Spirit in all that you do. Spend time with God and you will grow in your ability to have the mind of Christ. To put him in everything you do. To have him in every seed that you plant. Because he definitely needs to be in that. Whew. What a word. All right, y'all. So what are we putting on our prayer wall this week? The first thing that we're putting is trust. You need to trust in your seed. You need to trust in the process. You need to trust in God's ability to show up and show out and exceed every expectation that you may have had. Because he will do that if you allow him to do that. We need to have patience. Things take time. They really, really do. And we live in such a fast-paced society that capitalizes on people being overworked. And we're burnt out. Have patience. Have peace. Look, have all the fruits. Love, peace, faithfulness, joy, goodness, gentleness, patience, self-control, and kindness. Just have them. All right. If you want to take every single one of those and put those on your prayer wall, do so. In fact, I highly suggest you do so. All right. I love each and every one of you so, so much. And again, thank you for weathering an entire 364 days because technically by the time this episode airs, It'll be the 5th and our anniversary is the 6th. Um, but thank you for sticking with me for almost an entire year. I am so thankful and I hope that y'all have a great, great week. Prayer Wall Warriors. <laughs>